Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. I've started and stopped this video so many times I'd be embarrassed to tell you. So I'm gonna do this video right now with no edits, plowing ahead. Mistakes be damned. Swear words also. <laughs> it's an update on the story about the San Francisco couple who was told that they couldn't park their car where they've been parking it for all those years. Well, they've now gotten good news and the powers that be have reversed themselves. They are going to be allowed to park their car there and no more fines. So, good news. Chiara Alfonseca wrote this for ABC News. A bunch of people sent this to me. San Francisco couple allowed to use a driveway after being fined $1,500. They were recently fined $1,542 for parking on their own property. And the threat was another $250 a day if they didn't stop. But they now will be allowed to park on their car pad once again without having to pay the fine. I got one very vitriolic and upset comment from somebody who was angry I did not define car pad, although I used the word. I thought it was pretty obvious in context, but here's the deal. There's a house, there's a street. Between the street and the house is pavement. The people park their car on the pavement. Some people would call it a driveway, but it doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't go into a garage or something. And so it is merely a paved spot where someone parks their car, and they might call that a car pad. A car pad. Judy and Ed said they've been parking their Hyundai for many years and cars for 36 years while they've owned the house. And they received the fine, which surprised them, which would force them to park on the street, which seems odd and unnecessary considering they'd always been parking on their own property. And of course, parking on the streets is another problem. The streets are hilly. And there's more competition for spaces out there. But a decades-old section of the city planning code bans motor vehicles of all kinds from being parked on a car pad or set back in front of a house unless a garage or cover accompanies it. So if there'd been a garage there, okay. If there'd been some kind of cover, that would be okay also. But presumably, if you ask now to build that cover over the car pad, they might not grant that. After some deliberation and the discovery of a blurry 1938 photo that potentially shows a horse and a buggy in that spot, the planning department legalized parking on their lot. They can now continue to park in their spot without penalties or fines, thanks to the old photo, which allowed them to be grandfathered into the use of their car pad. According to the chief of staff at the San Francisco Planning Department, the code was enacted for aesthetic reasons. They don't want people parking in their front yards. San Francisco is the country's second densest major city. We pride ourselves on our vibrant, walkable, Sustainable neighborhoods. The design and use of a property's street frontage plays an important role in supporting these goals. So our rules prioritize entryways, stoops, greenery, and landscaping in front setbacks rather than new parking spaces. I know what a stoop is, but it's not relevant to the story, so I'm not going to define it. <laughs> I'll get two vitriolic comments on that one. The planning department was alerted to the crane's use of their driveway. <sighs> by an anonymous complaint that was lodged against the Cranes and two of their neighbors who were also tagged with the same violation. I wrote them back saying, I thought this was a mistake, Judy told ABC affiliate KGO Television. Added Ed, her husband, to all of a sudden be told you can't use something we could use for years, it's startling and it's inexplicable. The Cranes did not respond to ABC News' request for comment after the fact and supposedly, I would just guess, they're happy. Cider said the enforcement of some city codes is typically complaint-based, but the department prioritizes the most impactful ones 
such as unauthorized removal of housing, affording affordable housing violations, life and safety issues, and unpermitted construction. Parking in the front setback is a low-priority violation. We appreciate the owner's ongoing cooperation in resolving this matter, and we apologize to them for any convenience. And yeah, there's a whole bunch of stuff going on here. It sounds like they were narked out by one of their neighbors. Narc, by the way, is spelled N-A-R-C. It's short for narcotics officer. The joke is that undercover cops back in the bad, uh, you know, old days of, 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 of drug use would dress badly as if they were not a cop. And you look at the person and go, it's undercover cop. Hey, dude, you a narc? <laughs> and narc became a verb meaning to rat somebody out. So you narc somebody out. So the question is, if one of their neighbors turned them in for this, saw all the news nationwide about the brouhaha that arose from this, and then hears that in the end, they get to park their car there anyway. You wonder if that person's happy, not happy, or none of the above. I mean, <laughs> how would you feel if you complained about somebody doing something? And by the way, there might be that somebody just moved in the neighborhood. They were told you can't park your car there. And they said, well, they do. And I can, I can see why someone would wonder. I can see why somebody would wonder. That's, that's human nature. So if somebody says, you can't do this, and there's somebody right there doing it, you will ask, why do they get to do it and I don't? So you file the complaint and see what happens. So now, hopefully, whoever complained actually now knows the full story. And that is that, yes, there's a building code, and there's this municipal code that says that you can't park your vehicle. It's not a building code, but a municipal code. There's a code that says this, but the code is newer than the use that that pad's been put to in the past. And so that's often the case that when a new law gets enacted, that immediately makes a bunch of things illegal. You look at those things and ask, is it fair to make those things illegal that were legal in the past but are no longer legal? And in a situation like this, it makes the most sense to say, no, we're going to let that slide. It's been called grandfathered in. And... I know some people are going to say, Steve, if they pass a law, it should be good enough for everybody. Well, the distinction here is that somebody bought a house. They bought the house, and there's a car parked on this spot. They buy the house. They park a car there. For decades, the rule gets changed. Now, is it fair to come along and say, oh, you guys have got to stop doing that. We've changed the rule. We've changed the rule, and you've got to stop doing that. And it would be, interestingly enough, a taking where the government's taking something from them that they had. And I don't know if they can necessarily sue and collect on that, but it certainly seems unfair. So I think most people who heard the story agreed with the notion that these people should be allowed to continue doing what they've been doing apparently for 36 years. Yeah, 36 years. So I think it's a good result, but... It might lead to some people wondering down the road, how come is it they get to break the law and I don't? And that's one where you kind of want to go out and meet your neighbors if you can. Talk to people. Say hello. Especially people who move in the neighborhood. Be friendly. Tell them who you are. Any questions or comments about the neighborhood, feel free to come on down and knock on my door and I'll talk to you about it. I've lived here for 36 years. And, uh, oh, by the way, the reason my car is parked in the front like that that's been a parking space going back to before there were things to park there. So that's just the way it is. And uh, hope you don't mind. <laughs>
So the story's from ABC News. Chiara Alfonseca wrote it. San Francisco couple allowed to use their driveway after being fined $1,500. Good news. They get to park there. The fine's been waived. Story sent me by Daniel, Rick, Scott, Martin, MJ, Randy, Joseph, Sean, Lewis, and Ian. Thanks a lot. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. Guilt, the gift that keeps on giving.